Still aiming for the top. Know I had to get it on my own, nigga. I didn't really came up off the block. Had to dodge the hate from the clones, nigga. I ain't really asking for a lot. Just a couple businesses and homes, nigga. Every day is always fuck the cops. Then you wanna take a nigga. And we here, we bike. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Just another podcast. I don't know if that's the right number. It's not. It's every God, 15. you're fired. Ron, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. I got a job for you, Ron. Whatever. <laughs> I got a job for you, bro. I'm definitely employable. <laughs> the, the one that makes my life easier is going to get paid first. Ain't <laughs> hey, the right eight. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Best Pond in 757. Like, Whatever. subscribe, hit the bell. Ding. Shout out to everybody on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Welcome. We're going through some real stuff today. We got a guest. Mm. Yes. President, right? Yep. NAACP president in Portsmouth, James Boyd. Let me get everybody else. <sighs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Glad to be here with y'all, man. It's my honor. Got Coy in the back directing things. Ava on the cameras. Lydia with that hat on again. Shut up. April <laughs> O'Neil, <laughs> a.k.a. Asia. A.k.a. Asia. <laughs> Asia. That is hilarious. We Emmy nominated. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Ron is here. B Hood. Chris Featherston. Make sure you say the Featherston. Casey from the Compass Circle. I'm weak. And I'm your host, No Substance Dean. <laughs> I can't. Bringing all the substance. All right, but this is going to be a kind of a serious pod for, for most of it. Uh, hopefully, it's educational for all our listeners. Um, and we want to get right to it, bro. We got a lot for you. Are you, you ain't in a rush, are you? Nope. You look like you got places to be. No, sir. <laughs> I just came from somewhere. I'm right. good, man. Right, cool. <laughs> so we're going to kick good. it for a little bit. We're going to try to hit this whole board. And maybe, you know, lighten it up towards the end. Yep. If you're down to do that. So Absolutely. Um, give um, my listeners some, some history. What is the NAACP and how does it work? Like, Absolutely. So NAACP is a um, civil rights um, advocacy organization. It started in 1909. Um, mm-hmm. Really, it was to address lynchings in America. Okay. Um, so that's how it kind of originated. Now, today, um, we are a um, multifaceted um, advocacy organization mm-hmm. has about six million members worldwide mm-hmm. um, so uh, it's big but um, we have a lot of work left to do in terms of the NAACP but again the origins of it um, was to address lynchings um, that was happening in America okay yeah what do you, oh you got it go ahead bro what I, I was just about, about to ask something. I was gonna um, let him loose. Let him loose. <laughs> let him loose. Come on. Yeah. Let him loose. I just wanted to ask how you got to where you are today. Yeah. So I'm gonna tell you how I started, man. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was an NAACP skeptic, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just an organization that has history but no future. Mm-hmm. And I, I tell them all the time. I'm like, listen, we got to be careful because if we don't really address the issues in our community, we're gonna be a, we're gonna be an organization that is studied and not followed. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, so we'll be in the history books, but nobody's gonna be following us today. Right. I like um, that you said that because Chris sent us the link mm-hmm. today to join, mm-hmm. and something that we were talking about kind of with black banks is like, you know, I support a black bank, but they're mm-hmm. not really doing nothing for me to want to be a part of it. So it's mm-hmm. like before I even want to join, mm-hmm. tell me what they're doing in the community. Like, what are you guys doing specifically in Portsmouth? Yeah. And how can I really be a, a contributing factor? And then it's something that, like, I want to be a part of versus mm-hmm. 
me just joining because I'm black. Yeah, and I mean, be careful with that, right? Like, I know, I know your intent is genuine. But like, some people have that that bar on black banks, right? Like, mm-hmm. we don't go, we go to town bank, we open the account, you don't ask who's on the board of town bank, you know right. what I mean? Right. You don't, you know. So it's the same thing. Like, we have to be open to sacrificing when it comes to investing in us. Everything might not be okay, right? They might not have the, you know, the span that town banks has. But if all of us collectively say, look, we're gonna sacrifice a little bit. And we're going to collectively come together and eventually get it to that point. It'll work. You know what okay. I mean? But you're right. Like, I mean, for us, um, and in terms of, you know, uh, support, I'm trying to get back to the origins of your question um, because I got on, on that tangent. But oh, no. We, because, we had a because, long because, discussion. Yeah, about, yeah, and because, I have, a, I have a, a One United Bank card in my pocket as I'm we speak. Sorry, I did support. See, but then afterwards, I'm like, yo, come on, man. Give me more. See, I, that's I, the answer, bro. Yeah. That's, the answer is... I can critique you and support you at the same time. That, right. you know, right. but that my, is exactly what my, the point is. Yeah, my problem is, yo, you have the, the critiquers the out there, and then they not they don't, they ain't supporting. Mm-hmm. But so I'm critiquing after I support it. I'm like, yo, yeah. you want me to transfer more money from Bank of America, but you not. Yeah, that's that's, that's, the the point. Point. that's how you yeah. get it to where it needs to be. Not just money. It's, it comes from yeah. Helpful Actually, critique. yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cool. All right, now we're here. We're all online. Yeah, now. right. We're well, here. We're here. We're here. <laughs> we yeah. talked about that for 45 minutes, one pod. Yeah, we did. And it was interesting a... that you were an uh, NAACP skeptic because I know a few of them. Oh, yeah. man. And listen, my aunties and my, my grandma, I was a member from five years old. Mm-hmm. And then I started, I was like, listen, what are y'all doing? Y'all, y'all, it's a bunch of old people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, y'all ain't, you know, y'all ain't doing nothing. But as I started to infiltrate in it and mm-hmm. I started to get involved with the older members, and they would tell me stuff like, listen, do you know what I went through back in the day? Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's funny, like, you're, I was 20, when I really got back to the brands, I was about 24. And they were like, listen, do you know what I was doing when I was 24? Like, bottles were being thrown at me. Like, I, mm-hmm. I couldn't walk. So, the fact, do you have some type of respect for that? You know what I mean? Right. So, I was like, look, I'm not going to downplay them no more. Like, right. they sacrifice. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to get involved and get activated. Then my, my aunt was murdered in Portsmouth. So mm-hmm. when that happened, I was like, all right, so I can do one or two things. I can complain or I can get involved. Mm-hmm. And the brand of the NAACP is powerful. Like, mm-hmm. Regardless of, you know, it's not doing what we wanted to do yet, but the brand, like we could cause something and people, you know, so I'm like, how do we galvanize that attention mm-hmm. and bring it to the movement of our people? Mm-hmm. And like, if we can do that, then we're going to do something special. So I, that's when I kind of changed. I'm skeptic to like member. I don't think it should be on older people anyway. I think they should have the privilege to pass it down to somebody. So. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah y'all take it from highly, here. Like, we're, we're done. <laughs> I was highly disturbed by some of the memes I've seen today where it was like, we not our ancestors or something. I'm like, bro, that's that's real disrespectful to the people that yeah. came before us and what they went through. Well, I get Miami's what you're different. trying to say, but don't. that's disrespectful. No, I mean, it's different. I won't, no. I, won't, I, won't, I won't roll. I clicked the link when he sent it out about the mm-hmm. membership, and I'm very interested because I do business at a very high level, and I deal with some very high-level government agencies. Absolutely. So I clicked on that, and I was surprised because mm-hmm. I didn't know it was so accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen loud. the link before. Mm-hmm. I've never even you know, had access to anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty pleased to know that. Yeah, it's, it's good. Like If you join, I mean, it's $30 a year. Mm-hmm. It's not expensive at all. Um, and then you join the branch that you, you the city that you live in, you join that branch. You know, you don't have to do that. You can be in Virginia Beach and join the postal branch if you want. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, 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 um, it's a, we've made it a lot more easier. It used to be, man, where we didn't even have like apps. You had to fill out the paper, you know what I mean? Right. And yeah. a bunch of us on the NASA got to the NASA office was like, yo, listen, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not going out there in the paper work. anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. get, it, get some apps. And so we started to change it um, little by little. So what about for, like, business owners? You and I know each other, so we have a history. Yeah. But 
Um, what about a lot of us want to get involved? You mm -hmm. know, we have um, a certain business acumen that we mm -hmm. could probably use to help the cause. Mm -hmm. Are there different layers in terms of for business owners versus like a regular member? There are. So business owner people that have a, a large bank account like you do. <laughs> you got a, there's there's different levels of membership. You can join. You can be a life member, which is seven fifty or seven hundred fifty dollars. You can pay seventy five dollars for ten years. Mm -hmm. um, or they have a. Um, Diamond Life, which is twenty five hundred, and then a corporate sponsor, which is five thousand. That's all. So corporate sponsors, um, you know, you get the red carpet. You got oh, yeah. a couple sponsors. Yeah, yeah. Hit that link. <laughs> okay. We'll take your check right now. I mean, right. <laughs> I mean, people don't know. Like, you get involved with, you know, like minds, and mm -hmm. you're right. It's a very powerful brand, especially if you get, you know, caught up. If we use it right, and that's the thing. Like, like business owners, um, black people pay taxes. Facts. So. Why is it that when it comes to the government allocation of funds, we're the minority? Like, and if you look at, you know, really in America, if we're talking about the 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 um, lower class, that's us. Like, we pay majority of taxes in this country. Correct. So that money, yo, we want it. We want to use that money to, you know, I don't want to, you know, and I do. I, I am other other philosophy that we need to support our own, grow our own. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Thank you. But give me those damn funds, yo. That's right. Oh, go, ahead, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, touch on the census real quick. Go ahead, go ahead, touch on the census real quick. Oh, man, listen, the census is huge, that. yo. The Super census. huge. Oh, my God. The Did census. It's up, it's up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. The census, as a matter of fact, they extended the date, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did. Um, so you could, but the census, man, it, it, it tells the government or justifies monetary allocations to cities based upon your geographical information, right? So if you have um, a larger sample size of, of citizens that are in your city, mm. the more allocations, and it justifies certain programs, certain mm. money that goes to. So you look at, like, um, the government will say, um, well, Portsmouth gets this percent allocation over Norfolk or Norfolk gets this over Virginia Beach when they pass these big legislative, these appropriation bills. Because mm -hmm. that's where, it really, when, when the Senate and the House of Representatives pass the appropriation bills, all that justification, like the data, comes from the census. Yeah, right. like the, a senator can say, yo, give me the demographic impulsive of black folks that live in there as opposed to Chesapeake. Because I want to make a bill that says, I want to have money go directly to black families, and I want it to go to cities with majority black families. That information they get from the census. Yep. So if we don't do it. That's right. And not like, only that too, but you have to participate. Like I do contracts, so I know about certain things. But mm -hmm. before I did contracts, I took a lot of classes yep. that the average business owner does not go and even seek out because they don't get involved yep. at the local level, mm -hmm. the state level, and so on and so forth. So when they have certain monies that come out, a lot of people don't know. Even for me to figure out the stuff that I figured out in my business, mm -hmm. you had to be making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year to even get the free class. Well, sure. what about the person that's not making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year? Exactly. So I mean, you got to show up and uh, participate. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. Yeah. So census, is, is, if you haven't done the census, yo, do it. I don't care if you got somebody living in your house and you're not supposed to, whatever. I don't care. Do the census. That way we can start getting some monies to our, our communities. Agreed. So, Agreed. Hope that answered your question, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, you was getting there anyway, so. Yeah. I'm okay. trying to get that out of the way. Okay. Um, how, how would you say Portsmouth is uh, unique as far as the other seven cities in this area economically? Portsmouth is, is unique because, um, one, we call it the smallest big city in Hampton Roads. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's a family atmosphere in Portsmouth that is different from anywhere else, right? You can get lost in Virginia Beach, you can get lost in Norfolk. Portsmouth, you, everybody knows everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. You're connected somehow. 
right? Like, we're connected. Right. You know, Mike Link, Mike, right, right. you know, is connected. we connected us. So, it's a... The, the good thing about it, man, is the the family atmosphere in Portsmouth is is the best that I, I, I don't think is any other city has it. But how do we monopolize that, right? Mm-hmm. How do we turn that into people wanting to live, work, and play in Portsmouth? Um, one of the things that we can do that is through inclusion, right? Which really, I'm be pisses me off that, like in Virginia Beach, for example, not anything against Virginia Beach, <laughs> but they're building like a um, black history center in Virginia Beach, trying mm-hmm. to. And I was pissed. I was like, yo, wait a minute. That should be in Portsmouth. Right. Like, and I went to City League, like, do you know how much black history we have in Portsmouth? Right. So mm-hmm. you're going to allow Virginia Beach to monetize mm-hmm. black history. And that's mm-hmm. another thing, too, we got to be careful. People like to monetize our history without acknowledging our history yeah. or respecting us. And Correct. it pisses me off. Without including us. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, so, okay, so you want to you wanna make money on black history, but you don't want to support the people, the families from these ancestors that you're trying to make money off of, like mm. their stories. So um, stuff like that in Portsmouth, we have to be strategic. We have to look at it. And y'all see the stuff in Portsmouth, man. Oh, I know mm-hmm. y'all see it, man. You know, Portsmouth yeah, seems very, very disparaged. I mean, what would you say uh, attributes to that? I mean, it's certain things we all know, social and economic issues. But is it the people? I mean, what is it? The opportunities? What, what are we missing it's, there? It's, it's racism. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a deep, it's a deep system of racism in Portsmouth. And what they do is they hide behind policy, yeah. right? They hide behind, they hide behind the concept that. Black people will only be for a moment, right? Like last night we had a protest. And I told my team, I was like, listen, this is a moment that they were like, yo, let the Negroes make a moment. You know, yeah. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Let, let them do it. And tomorrow, eh, it'll be over. Yeah. Nah, no, sir. I plan to be at every city council meeting, every school board meeting, every freaking economic development council meeting, all that stuff. We're going to fight it. Like, okay. Because now what's happening is what we've seen with our brother that got the knee on his neck, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is crazy oh. to me, mm-hmm. is that there is legalized murder that That's takes right. place through policy. Mm-hmm. Correct. And I'm tired of it. I'm, I'm quite frank, like, I'm tired of that shit. I'm going to tell you right now, they have put gasoline on the fire. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if I'm, for me, I hope it's for y'all too. Um, if I wasn't motivated before then, I'm doubly motivated now. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to turn over tables. How, how would you how would you encourage the regular person to keep this momentum going? Like to to not mm-hmm. just let the emotions run their course and then we go yeah. back to regular life. Yeah. First of all, we all we have to put a strategic agenda before it, right? So mm-hmm. the emotions is cool, right? We it should be outbursts, yeah. right? But if there's no strategy behind it, it's just a moment, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then tomorrow we're gonna be waking up. Just what won't we just talk about a mod? Like See what yeah, you support, like yeah. I mean, and, and then here it comes, yeah. and then before that, like I, I can rattle off the names in Portsmouth of, right. of black men who lost their lives behind gun violence, police gun violence. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we have to we have to be strategic, have an agenda, know what we want to do, be strategic about it, and then move on to the next thing, right? So it can't just be like we're 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 losing our lives in more than one way, mm-hmm. right? So we got to look at this and then go to the next thing. But the main thing is an agenda, right? That's how you in a, in a, a movement as opposed to a moment. Like, okay. So get involved, get in organizations like the NAACP. And look, hell, if you got a skepticism with the NAACP, I, I got you. I would say join it first and then see how it is. But if it's not your organization, join another organization where right. you can advocate. You know what I mean? But I don't just advocate for something. Be out there. If, if if you have skepticism, the one if there's anything you need to infiltrate and could try to change or try and put your handprint on it, mm-hmm. it should be the NAACP. You should yeah. try and get into it. And if you see some things you don't like, change them yourself. 
Listen. Climb the ranks like you did and yeah. make the change. Yeah. Listen, man, I'm going to tell you, I, I, I've been president for like six years now. Mm. And I like, I'm 33. When I became president, I was 27. Mm. And I was like, I was the second youngest in the country, second only to Joe Dilla, who's in Norfolk. Yup. And um, I was like, damn. Like, I was like, oh, all right. So I got it. What am I going to do? You know mm. what I mean? And for six years, it went by fast. But I've learned to kind of use, again, the imagery. And we've learned together to, to apply it. So hopefully, I think we've done some good things so far. Good. But you're right. You work it up, and then you, you use it for the benefit. Mm -hmm. How do you good. think we take this moment mm -hmm. and actually create some momentum with it? Yeah. I agree with you. Like, it'd be up or uproar. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff going on right now that we're going to talk about later. Mm -hmm. But how do you actually take that? Now we got the eyes. We got cameras. Mm -hmm. Everybody's outside. We're all protesting. Mm -hmm. It's a moment. Mm -hmm. But how do you really create it to have some momentum? Like, yeah. Like, so structure is everything, right? The, the difference in the civil rights movement that lasted 10 years, by the way, like, if you think about it, 10 years. So the civil rights movement with with King and Abernathy and everybody marching and doing protests responded. It has structure, right? So when they said stay off the buses, they stood off the buses, mm -hmm. right? Hello. Nobody got on the bus, right? Um, and that comes through structure. So we have to get very in technology, like being able to get to our people is the most important thing. Mm. But not just the learned of our people, the masses of our people, right? People out there that are in the streets that may not be as connected as we are. How do we get to those brothers out there and be like, yo, stay off the bus on Tuesday? Right. Then they really will feel the economic impact. So the first thing we gotta get, we gotta get structure, we gotta get uh, technology, and then we gotta get to the people out there. As I said, the massive of, of our people, mm. not just those of us who have, have stepped got forward. Stakes in it, yeah, yeah, but people that are out there, man, we and we can't forget it. Like right now, I'm thinking in my head where I came from. I just came from the regional jail, mm. um, the Hampton Roads regional jail, where they are warehousing black men in there mm -hmm. um, because of COVID. You've been talking mm. about that. Too. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, yo. Um, I, I'm, I, I told the superintendent straight up, I'm getting ready to tear this jail. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm going to get a chainsaw yeah. in a minute and I'm going to come to this jail. Mm. Because, but through that, we have to get to those brothers out there. Like the creatives, the minds inside of jails right now that are being locked in, it's crazy if we got to try to get them out. So we got to get to the masses of our people, where are they, wherever they are, and spread the word. What was, I think we'll, we'll make some change. What was the climate like last night? Were there any... Any any consistent messaging going out amongst everybody last night? Yeah, we made sure of it. We made sure that it was a consistent message. Um, most people were out there. I was like, first of all, we're not blowing up any buildings. Black-owned businesses down here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, of course. Yeah, and we, we met at IC Norcom, which is a historically black high school. Yep. Um, the symbols of that was strategic. We wanted to do that. But then um, the message the whole time was, um, you know, we asked the police chief to come out. Okay. She ordered us. She drove around, didn't want to. Um, but we wanted to have this conversation with her about one in Portsmouth. Um, I don't know if you guys know. There's there's something called harsh tech, harsh tactic techniques, right? Harsh tactic techniques says you as a police officer have the right to force greater force on somebody that you're trying to contain, right? So if I'm if you're trying you're saying you're trying to contain me and I'm going like this and you and your judgment feel that that is a a threat. I, you have the right to put greater force on me. So that's what happened, right? Mm -hmm. So our brother, he was not barely, I don't even, he wasn't even resisting, right? They put him down and he puts his knee in his neck. And he had two other officers on him too. So what, officers. seven minutes or nine minutes? Nine yeah. minutes, yeah. So Eight if minutes. you look at policy, policy would dictate, well, 
maybe there might be some discretion in there for him to have done that, right? Yeah. That's what the that's what legalese will say. And be mm. careful what the district attorney said. Mm. He said, um, I do see some evidence where he did not violate policy, right? Mm. And then they retracted it 10 minutes later after he said yeah. it, right? Mm. But... Yeah, that's how you can get things like I'm gonna put my I'm gonna I'm gonna put my knee on your on your neck and just sit there. Mm. So we got to change policies like that. For that was the message. Non-violent crime. But non-violent crime, man. Well, after they beat him up, right? Because that came out yesterday too, right? Did y'all right. see that? Where they beat him up in the car? And, they, and I think and they, wasn't he like unresponsive down there for like two minutes? Yeah, they said he was unconscious yeah. for like two minutes. Yeah, right. Nine minutes, y'all. Not well over nine minutes mm-hmm. of just sitting there and dying. And the thing about him putting his hand in his pocket mm-hmm. to put more pressure on yep. discreetly. Mm-hmm. So. It's a very ironic thing because you were saying, I think y'all have been in since 1909, you mm-hmm. said? And that's a long time mm-hmm. for any organization, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a very long-standing history of legislative, uh, mm-hmm. just not being represented. You're talking about the Constitution and all these old forefather laws. I mean, we've changed so much in the last... I'll be 40 years old this year, so what? the internet came out when I was 13. So you're mm-hmm. talking about this is the fastest besides, you know, the seven days the earth was built mm-hmm. that it has, you know, transpired to where we are. We got technology, we got cryptocurrency, we got all this stuff. So I, I rarely hear anybody talking about going back fundamentally to the basis, the Constitution, the rules, mm-hmm. the laws, to change those. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not possible that you can write a law in the 1800s that still applies today. Mm-hmm. H- how? Where? That's mm-hmm. what you're saying. So we have to really combat that. What would you say to our viewers about getting involved? Because a lot of times we'll get involved, we'll march, we'll go protest, mm-hmm. we'll bomb stuff, but we don't get into the paperwork. Yep. And the devil's always in the details. Mm-hmm. So right. what can we do to get involved legislatively mm-hmm. in that regard? So example, right? So putting in the context of what we're dealing with today, we want a citizens review board to have subpoena authority, right? That means Ooh. citizens can be able to subpoena um, documents when it comes to um, officers shooting our people, mm-hmm. right? Here's the challenge with that. Cities have what they call charters. Charters are controlled by the General Assembly. Mm-hmm. So you can't have a citizens review of true one because the charter says it has to be done this way. So we have to change the charter. Right. How do we, we do have that? to go to let we gotta go to the General Assembly in January. Mm-hmm. And well, first we gotta get city council to put it on the agenda. And then from there, we have to get legislators to approve the charter change. How do we do that? So the first thing we do, one is we gotta have representation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we gotta make sure that we have people that are in office that are advocating for us, mm-hmm. right, and, and our issues. The second thing is we got to show up at that damn General Assembly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? When it comes to our issues, you have, like, maybe, let's say you have another issue with like disabilities. They have, like, 20,000 people. But when it comes to criminal justice reform, five, six, ten people going up. I mean, they're not paying attention to that. Oh, wow. We got to tell them, listen, what, matter of fact, we're going to occupy the General Assembly. Yeah. You're not going to do anything until you address us. Right. Until you get this charter change, we're not doing anything, right? Mm-hmm. But it all starts from us being registered to vote. You can't participate if, because that's what they listen to. Your, your vote is your currency to them, mm-hmm. right? Um, Thank you, you, brother. I thought you wasn't going to say vote because I've been telling them they yeah. to vote for 10 years now. You got to vote, yo. You <laughs> got to vote. vote. But vote. Chris and them always have a good point. And one of our questions is how do we begin to groom our own government officials? Because most of the time, like, we'll be talking about voting. You know, we just Mm -hmm. had our Mm -hmm. um, local elections or whatever, Mm -hmm. and they don't know who we're voting for. They're Mm -hmm. not our people. Mm -hmm. All you see is a whole bunch of names. They don't campaign like like a New York, like we're Mm -hmm. out in the streets and we got to see them all the time. So Mm -hmm. how do we groom our own officials and and really get people in there that we want to be behind that will get us to the polls, that will get us to the General Assembly? Mm -hmm. How do we do that? Yeah, well, I think, like, like, for example, 
elected official, elected official, elected official, elected official. First thing we got to get out of this is this hierarchical system where in politics where we deem you appropriate. You know, you go through some things and because you've um, you, because you've done your due, now you um, deserve to be a senator. Like, or now you deserve. No, we need to start having people like us. We need to start getting the reins. So strategically, I'll say, hey, look, I got a brother that started a podcast, right? That's dope. Thanks, man. And he understands legislation and policy. Put him on the ballot. Right. I got a mm-hmm. sister that is doing minority, that's killing the game in terms of contracts. Mm-hmm. Put her on economic development board. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, put her, let her run for House of Delegates, right? right. But the, the challenge that we have is, and I'm, I'm going to say this, controversial, I really don't care. Republicans and Democrats, I really don't. The Democratic Party has some a lot of issues within it, right? If you look at the Democratic Party, it used to be called Dixiecrats, right? The South, that mm. Dixiecrat mentality sometimes is still there where you have these policies in which they're not allowing certain people from the outside to be inside, inside the party. Mm-hmm. So we got to be careful with that. The Big um, Boys Club. Yeah, yeah. But we got we to gotta make sure, one, I think how we, in terms of grooming them, I think we got to look at their background, background first. And then when they do get in there, we got to hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. How do you hold them accountable? One through the voter, but you got to start being structured and organized. So this is what I did with the NAACP, right? So I did, so we didn't have an age war inside of it where you got the older people versus the younger people. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. said everybody can contribute to the movement. Older members, y'all are retired at home, right? So this is what I need you to do. I need you to call the senator on this bill, and I don't need this five minutes. I just want you to call her and say, hey, listen, I'm 77 years old. I'm in the NAACP. I expect you to vote this way. Now, if I can get 100 people, 100 of our older members to do it in, in whatever time that you have, mm-hmm. that sentence is like, damn, they know ACP, man. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, they, I got yeah. called, like, I better do something because I'm getting, you know, I got younger people killing me. I got the older people killing me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So to hold them accountable, we get structured, we get organized, and then we utilize our platform to hold them accountable. Right, so that they don't forget where they come from. Because you'll get in politics and you'll forget. We got to yeah. utilize our dollar too. Oh, God. right. Like these oh. politicians need funding as well, so we need yeah. to make sure Absolutely. we have our money centralized to the point we can bankroll them as well. Absolutely, absolutely. That's nothing too. Like money in politics is key, but again, collectively we can, yeah. we can change that. Yeah. Yeah. B mic has been on super drive. I wanted to ask you a uh, personal question because I was yeah. telling you before we went on. Your, uh-huh. your mother worked in criminal, mm-hmm. like the criminal justice field. Yep. How has that affected how you how you maneuver in your job now? Like as far as your understanding of oh a lot, man. My mom was a sheriff in the Postal Sheriff Department, mm-hmm. so I knew already internally how some things I worked. But my cousin is a my cousin's also in the Norfolk. Um, police department too, mm. so it's it's kind of and let me say this for the record. Nobody's talking about this, but I've seen this out there now about the whole good cop versus bad cop thing. Mm. So you gotta be careful that we don't confuse good personality with good cop, right? Somebody mm. can be a good person and a horrible cop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like you know what I mean? That's like and, and that's the thing. No, but nobody's talking about it in the stance of hey, it's bad cop. When nobody said generally that every cop is bad. Mm. Nobody has said that. Yeah. No writer has said that. Um, but um, you know, we got to start to kind of parse the difference between personality and officer, right? So my mom's awesome, 
right? Mm-hmm. Mom was great. My cousin's great. But in terms of the law enforcement, like, we got to start looking at it through different lenses. Mm-hmm. So it helped her being in the sheriff's department, helped me kind of see person. You know, there's a person See the person it. through yeah, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, there's a person there. You don't have to always attack them, but I can attack what you do right. in that seat and officer. You right. know what I mean? That's what I can attack. Mm-hmm. What's your stance on, because, you know, the boys in blue, yep. their brotherhood, just like yeah. people on the football mm-hmm. team, when you go into war with somebody... Mm-hmm. That's your brother. Why right. you want that feel? And right. police take the same, you know, mm-hmm. attitude. As they mm-hmm. should. Right. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a situation where if one of them does something, it looks bad on all of them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, then it becomes a divide because it's like, well, they're them and mm-hmm. they got to be protected and make it home to their families too. Mm-hmm. But then you got regular people out here and it just becomes like us against them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your stance on like, like you just said, there's mm-hmm. good cops, bad cops, mm-hmm. good people, bad people. Mm-hmm. But trying to infiltrate that system to where, okay, if this police does something, mm-hmm. regardless if he's in the brotherhood or not, he mm-hmm. has to be reprimanded. But mm-hmm. then you have that nucleus kind of like protecting him because the image mm-hmm. doesn't want to be kind of tainted. Mm-hmm. So how, how can we, you know, they got internal affairs and all that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. how can we kind of, you know, work towards getting some resolution in that? You know... You're right. That that cold blue thing is strong, yo. Yeah. It, it's strong. And sometimes brothers will get into the department. And this is why I've told black officers this, right? It's okay to point out um, something that's wrong or what's going on in the police department. It's intimidation tactic, right? right? So they'll get in there and they'll be like, yo, this is a brotherhood. Don't say nothing. The, but the lieutenant just called that dude a trunk monkey, Right? <laughs> That's what happened in Portsmouth, yo. Just to bring it back, like we had a lieutenant call another officer, "Hey, trunk monkey, put this in my trunk." Mm. Right? Like what? So what do you do in that moment? Do I do cold blue or am I a black man in America? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, when you take that uniform off, who are you? Right. I'm a black man in America. That's who you are. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't let that uniform define who you are. Mm-hmm. Like I don't allow the NAACP to define. Who, I don't go around and say, hey, you know, my name's James Boyd. I'm president. No. Nah. My name's James Boyd. I'm a black man in America because that's where I came out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And yes, I am the president of the NAACP because I do not want a symbol to represent who I am. I'm a person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so that's why I tell them, you're a person. You're a black man. You're a black sister in America. That's how you came out. And that, that's just, that's an occupation. Yes, it's a brotherhood. Uh, you got some that that fraternal part of it, too. But don't forget who you are. But it's real. It's real. It's, it's extremely real. How we combat it is through, po- through accountability, in my opinion. Like, No, you, no, you no, good. No, no, we appreciate you your tip. Yeah, what? you just gotta flip it around. Be a pro. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right, bro. How do y'all feel about just the origins of policing in this country? Ooh. Since we, you know, 1909. Yeah, we get deep it, out here. Talk so, about it. I'm just saying. I mean, that's those that still. I mean, that still runs deep in there. Mm-hmm. That's known. I think it's our sense of belonging that messes that goes into. It's known by us. I don't know if it's known. I think it's our sense of belonging because. Once, when we have pride in our in our community, mm. we'll have pride in ourselves. So when I go join the police force, I'll have more pride in who I am as a person, and I won't just run to, I'm a police officer. And that's why they put that before their blackness. You know what I'm mm. saying? Because they look at their community, it's like, look at where I come from. Look at this, I'm, I'm a policeman now. So they, they, they hold it higher than... 
who they really are, and well, that's what creates issues. It's identity a lot of people crisis. do that with mm-hmm. their jobs, yeah, it's identity crisis. Yeah, you don't you don't really understand the origins of who you are, mm-hmm. right? And that's why you gotta that's why you gotta join organizations like the NAACP to understand that. That's yeah. why you gotta research and understand and listen to words and go back in history so you get it. I tell my nephew all the time, hey, listen, you're ten years old. Let's at this point, you should be really defining like what is what is black man? Like what is mm-hmm. that? What mm-hmm. is my ancestry? Who am I? Mm-hmm. Like going to different things mm-hmm. about your history, different words. You should be doing that. All of us should be doing that, right? right? Because you get in there. Now, let me say this to, for the record too: there are black officers in departments in Hampton Roads and Portsmouth, in other words, that are standing up for what's right. I don't mm-hmm. want to course. They're standing it. up. They're doing what's right. They will condemn what's going on right now. So uh, to them, I because uh, a lot of them have reached out to me and just publicly saying, "Listen, I understand." The, What's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, at the same token, we just gotta remember who we are. Man, that's but that's what a brotherhood is about. That's why I don't I don't really buy into that. Oh, it's a brotherhood, so we're not gonna do nothing. Mm-hmm. If my I'm gonna check my brother first. Facts. Like, I'm, I'm gonna Facts. care less about what somebody else does. If we a brotherhood and you do something wrong, to, yeah. I should be able to check you. Right. Right. I don't know where it was. I think it was in New York. Mm-hmm. They had the police, uh, the former cops, they were saying that they had pressure to put more brown and black people in jail. Anyways, mm-hmm. that's yeah. the thing. Prisons make oh, for sure. billions and trillions yeah. of dollars off of we're easy pick, We're an easy pickup. Right. Easy then pick you up. got legislative because the mm-hmm. rules are not for us. You got a lot of judges in pockets, and that's a very real thing. Like, we see it in the movies, and we don't think it's true, but mm, it's always the truth in every little lie. So, yeah. you know, it's just it's just the whole system has to really be... Yeah. Reframed, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, you know how judges are appointed, yep. right? In Virginia, right. Yep. You go through the Senate, they go through a committee, judicial committee, right? That committee is controlled by politicians. So politicians will go around and say, "Oh, I'm looking for my next judges." Right. You know what I mean? Oh, let me. And then they're all kind of, it's all kind of connected to you push know? your that, that agenda. Yeah. Right. Now, I'm not saying be careful. There are there are integral judges. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that, but but yeah, it's connected, yo. It's connected. That's why we gotta have people in positions that are elected because they do just they they do more than just be a senator. You know, like they control a lot of part of our lives. Going back to your point earlier about getting people involved, like him or me mm-hmm. or whoever, mm-hmm. it seems like also I'm not gonna lie, like it has to be. You got younger people, you got technology, mm-hmm. so information is being spread faster. So mm-hmm. time is gonna speed up. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times people, it's just not cool. Like you know, politics is like, oh my grandma in politics, like I ain't doing that. Um, I don't really see too many. What about? Uh, celebrities, do you guys have a lot of involvement from them, like to push? You know, yeah, like so we we did it. Like you guys know, we do the Image Awards every year, right? Mm-hmm. And they all come, and we push the CEO and others in national leagues. Like, yo, get them involved in local branches, right? You know how powerful it would be if I could call a celebrity and be like, yo, we're marching this week. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? You know how many people yeah. would get like get them on the local level? Mm-hmm. It's cool they come to the Image Awards, but right. if you're yeah, not really coming. Right. <laughs> Listen, if I can get Rihanna and Paul's with y'all, oh my God. Yeah, oh my God. If I can get that, man, we rest the people to vote like crazy. No, but mm-hmm. the, pro- the problem is is that we, we're not that granular yet. You know, in the NAACP, it's, it's and I'll be honest, like, it's, um, we're trying to work on that to yeah. bring the power of the national office to the local scene, mm-hmm. you know. So, we do y'all use that. social media any? We do. We do. So, um, like, our branch, we're definitely doing a lot of social media. The national office has a big social media, Facebook, Instagram. Um, so we got a whole department that's dedicated to it now. So, okay. Yeah. What about the checks and balances? I think for me, it's always, like, the people up here who are in charge, mm-hmm. who's checking them? And that's where everything goes left because if you're exempt, who's checking you? So mm-hmm. I know for me personally, input I get from people is like, well, I ain't voting no way because it's all rigged anyway. Yeah, that's always. Um, and, you know, locally, state level, 
we just saw with the Russians with the whole presidential election. Mm -hmm. So in terms of just fairness, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. are there checks and balances in place to make sure that the votes are truly counted? Uh, listen, I I don't not to the point to where there needs to be, right? So and there's a lot of things about voter suppression, and that's real, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of things that um, are designed to keep us from actually voting. Right. Um, I think the vote is the highest accountability level we have in terms of, like, politics, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's why when Diddy was saying, look, hold your vote hostage, I feel what he was saying, but at the same token, I was like, yo, so let's hold a hostage with a purpose, but use it, right? So yeah. if, I, if I'm hungry... And I got a dollar in my pocket, right? And you're telling me I'm hungry. Don't use the dollar. Eventually, I'm going to use that dollar you know, to get me something to eat, right? So I'm like, strategically, we just got to be strategic um, with how we're utilizing the vote. But I think the highest accountability you know, is, is us voting. And um, if we really come together, like, look what black women did in these, are doing in these elections. Like, literally, black women are controlling the political agenda through the vote because the vote numbers are so high. Yeah. Um, so if we could kind of join that collectively. We could, we could, we could really change the political scene. Mm -hmm. Have you considered running for any other offices? I don't even know. Can you? Can you run for any other offices? I could. I could. I mean, honest. I'm like, uh, I don't know. You know. What I, mean? <laughs> like, I honestly like. I don't wake up in the morning and be like, oh, my. I aspire to pol to a political office. Mm -hmm. I don't. Like mm -hmm. I. I I probably would be the last person. I'm like, listen, I got, uh, I got a background, you know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Somebody about to pull that out on me mm -hmm. or something Don't like that. Yeah. But everybody has everybody it, right? Has I'm it. not perfect. Nobody's right. perfect. But um, I've thought about it. I've thought about it. Um, but honestly, like right now, my main focus is our people, the movement, and I don't think I could do it integrally with, like, if I'm thinking about the next political office, I might be like, oh, let me not go out there. Because somebody might get it and put it on Facebook. Yeah. That might hurt my political yeah, chances. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So my thing is, if it happens down the road, it happens. But I'm not thinking about it. Because if I think about it, it would blur my Change, judgment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know personally, anytime you're helping people, it's a thing. Like, energy is, is coming at you. People mm -hmm. need help. Mm -hmm. How do you deal with it personally, just in your personal life? So, I, it's um like, not, like last night, I was up until about four um, talking about... There's somebody that was arrested last night, and families will call us and be like, yo, what's going on? I feel it's my responsibility to hear those families, because a lot mm -hmm. of the times, we're the only thing that they have, right? They're like, listen, it's like the back signal, back signal that goes up, right? Mm -hmm. NAACP, you got to come help me, you mm -hmm. know? And I feel like our obligation to listen to that, see what we can do. So it, it affects me personally, because you don't get a lot of sleep. Um, you don't rest a lot. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, it's so rewarding that it kind of just, I think about personal when I get Mm -hmm. done with this but right now it's like our people need help right they need somebody to be an advocate so yeah. I don't think about, about it as much but I, I need to have you ever thought about running for a different kind of office or yeah, a I kind mean, of office you already asked that just said, literally I did just that's what he yeah. said sir wake yeah. up does the appointment last for a certain term, or how does that work? So yeah, we right. got, um, as presidents, we have two-year terms. 
Um, so every two years I run. Mm-hmm. The members vote. Who are mm. members of the other brand? Oh, so you're doing a good job. Oh, so, so, what's your uh, campaign look like, bro? I'm drawing, you got you slogans know? and stuff? Yeah. Uh, not really. I'm about to say, what's the slogan, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm actually up this year, actually. Um, okay. So oh, really? Up, mm-hmm. So how can we get behind you and help, you know, Listen, push you, you? you can join. That's the first thing. Join mm-hmm. the Postman NAACP. And then um, from there, um, you can vote. Um, the vote will probably be in November. Uh, and I'll be honest with you. What happens is politicians get smart. Mm. To keep James Boyd off the scene, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go buy a lot of memberships in the NAACP. Mm. Uh, and we're going to give them out, and then we're going to get those people to come in. Right? Of course. So and that's being honest. That's something that as the NAACP we're addressing, um, that we can't have that, so that's coming down. But well, can that- we do the same? We could. I, I mean, we could, sponsor, right? We uh, could. 20 yeah. slots right. or so. Yeah. We could. I was going to say, what's the I mean, membership yeah. process like? Yeah, it's just you just join for $30, and then you become a member, and you okay. can be able to do it. He sent yeah. the link, but I already did it. Yeah, you have to do it, but then a certain time, too. I think you have to do it by, um, I'll, I'll send it to you guys. So you have to do it by July. You have to be a member. Anybody past July, you can't you can't participate in the election. But here's the thing, yo, and I tell my team this all the time, I'm, and I'm being genuine, I'm not focused on, like, my presidency. Mm-hmm. I'm focused, and I don't want them to focus on that. I believe if we do what we're supposed to do, we'll be all right. You know what I mean? And I'm not arrogant enough to say if James Boyd is not the president, then it's not going to get nowhere. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm not president of NAACP, I'm going to be a black man in prison. I'm going to be advocating. <laughs> I'm going to be doing the same thing. I'm going to be stopping. So, um, yes, it would be nice to, you know, to be in the position. But at the end of the day, if it, if it wasn't there, I'll still do what I'm doing. So professionally, if you weren't doing this, because like, do y'all have other jobs outside of this? Oh, part? absolutely. Okay. I didn't mm-hmm. know how that works. Yeah, we do. So it doesn't... Um, that's why it's a sacrifice. Everybody can't do it because yeah. you gotta you give your time, you yeah. give a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But it's good, man. It's the most rewarding experience I've ever had. Really. Okay. What are the main focuses of the NAACP mm-hmm. today versus you know twenty years ago? Twenty years ago, forty years ago, yeah, years ago. yeah. Like, how does it look different? So, um, really, we have five pillars: is political, economic, um, what we call social, social justice, mm-hmm. um, education. Um, and then uh, the last um, pillar is um, what we call direct action, which is how do you turn protests into actual um, results? Results, right? Because <laughs> we get that, right? I know y'all seen it on Facebook. I've gotten it already. Protests, now what? You know what I mean? Right. Or what's next? Yeah. You know, um, so in NAACP, we wanna, we're working on those, those pillars, um, really more like political. So the NAACP is a 501c3. But what we've done now is branches are going to be 501c4s, which give us gives us the ability to be more politically engaged locally. That's your right? empowerment program. It is. It, it, so it allows us. It allows us to flexibility. Like right now, like I can't endorse candidates. Like some others, some other presidents have different perspectives on it. I don't endorse candidates because I. You might have black folks. Uh, members that are for a different candidate, and I don't like to split us. I believe the NAACP should be an advocacy organization regardless of who you're supporting. Mm. Um, but now what we're able to do, we're able to now engage more in like political debate, forums, debates, mm. all that stuff. We're able to really get entrenched in that locally. And so that's something that is a lot different from 20 years ago. 20 years ago, we were like, we don't do a politics at all. Oh, wow. But... In facet of we don't endorse candidates, we endorse issues, right? Mm-hmm. But now what we're learning is you kind of can't not get involved. Yeah, yeah. You have to get involved. Not at that level. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. You have to really understand like candidates, 
really push them to the to the carpet. Yes, issues, but then also too look the importance. You know, the most powerful person in elected office locally, a Commonwealth attorney. Those elections are like huge. Right, they like, everything. They Commonwealth are. Commonwealth stops everything. Oh my God! Listen, Commonwealth attorney yeah. can lock you up. We're, we're seeing it right now, we'll right? Lock you up. <laughs> or they can not lock you up. Thanks. Like what we're seeing in Minnesota, mm-hmm. where you have we have somebody that murdered somebody on camera, and it takes six, seven days for them to be arrested. You go out there and murder somebody right now, and it's on camera. In thirty minutes, you will be downtown, mm-hmm. right, locked up. If but, I run a red light and they want to run a red light, <laughs> give me a warrant. They'll come be get me. Up. I've yeah, had the police come to my house over some traffic stuff. Like, oh it was SWAT outside. Over somebody? <laughs> no. Like, on some speed. As a matter of fact, last year this time, my mom just passed. I missed oh, a court date. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't home, but, like, three officers was, like, outside my house looking around. I turned myself in, and I remember I hit up Elliot, like, yo, mm-hmm. what should I do? I don't mm-hmm. know what to do. They, they were, like, peeking through the door. They was about to go in my house all over traffic. Mm. That's when you call me, bro. All over traffic, bro. <laughs> it's a good person minute, to know. Wait, For real. They were like, yeah, over that kind minute. of stuff. Yeah. I don't know so. if you guys saw the boycott they're trying to do for July 7th. Are oh, you yeah, guys getting involved with that? or uh, The blackout? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why we went to July 7th. I don't Let's know. Do it tomorrow. It should be every day. <laughs> yeah. like, Let's do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but definitely. Like, any... That's the same thing I said when I saw it. I was like, why are mm-hmm. we waiting until the 7th? Well, right. waiting. For my viewers it. that don't know nothing about what y'all talking about. Oh, sorry. About. So, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. A blackout is pretty much on July 7th. They're calling for us to um, hold our economic power, mm-hmm. right? I think one is to see how powerful it really is. <laughs> Um, which I'm hoping that's what's come, come from it, but it is like a protest on what's going on in terms of black lives. So um, that's on July 7th. So it, I think they're pushing, we're pushing not to buy anything so that we can really see the, the power right. of, the black, of the black dollar. So It won't be hard during quarantine. No, it shouldn't be hard. Mm-mm. Well, Amazon, unless you look at... Mm. Well, Didn't Kanye <laughs> one time say don't go buy nothing at Louis Vuitton in Atlanta one time? And they like... <laughs> lost mad money, like, mm-hmm. and that was just That's Kanye. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But um, since we, t- how do you really feel about the looting, the riots? Let's get into that. We about mm-hmm. 45 minutes in. Let's okay. really get into it. I want to hear right. all y'all's thoughts on just looting. One mm-hmm. <laughs> riots, like there's a there's different ways to protest. I know people feel differently about it, so mm-hmm. I want to hear you first, and then we get the, the okay the room. Yeah, I um. I, I don't, con- I don't, let me say this and I understand the expression, right? So this is uprising and in uprising, things like this happen, yeah. right? And this country is not, we didn't, we didn't start the uprising or the, the rioting, no. right? White people have been looting America their whole life. Hello? I mean, like the concept of America, you know, so you, I'm not, I don't want to, I want to be cautious not to like condemn certain yeah, actions because nice I understand it. <laughs> But at the same token, I'm like, when y'all go and blow up black businesses, though, mm. and loot black there. businesses, mm. like, I'm like, yo, go downtown to, you know what I mean, where, where the asses, and, and steal that. You, you, you know say Sally Mae. Yeah, like, <laughs> just go in there and smash right. all the computers. <laughs> but y'all destroying resources in our community. Yeah, they are. Like, that doesn't make any, that, to me, I'm like, yo, that's when you don't have the strategy. And believe it or not, it's, it's not, a lot of times, not black folks doing it. It's oh, radical no, people. We, we've seen yeah. a lot of yeah. anarchists yeah. getting, getting was, locked up. For. Yeah. It was the cops sparking right. it off. The there was a YouTuber Pro. that Yo, was. He was there's mm-hmm. a YouTuber like he got millions of mm-hmm. subscribers. He was looting just for content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? White dude. There's planet yeah. anarchists out there yeah. that are just doing stuff just but to do new, it, just to no, just no to shade. spice it. <laughs> the news is kind of geared to to catch us looting, make us look 
Like we're like, burning right. the city down mm-hmm. and yeah. still, uh, y'all gotta stop stealing sneakers, bro. Well, we can't, we, we can't, it's, it's we can't fall into spirit. those hands though. Yeah, you know what we, I'm saying. That's the thing. Yeah, you can't fall. Listen, media. No offense. They're, they're good people in media. Right. And <laughs> There's good people in media. Right? Yes. Right. 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 But here's the thing. They report to producers. The producers mm-hmm. report to somebody else. They, they report to somebody that owns a station, That's that right. has some type of political agenda. Right. right. And so when they look at it and they're trying to distract us off message, hmm, what distracts off message? Let's let's do black people looting. Hey, you know, and... and Forward that message because that's what's going to be out there, right? Now, that's not the case everywhere, but it's absolutely. They're not telling the story that it's not us destroying these buildings, yo. And that's why a lot of NAACP presidents I've seen out there like, yo, wait a minute. Don't arrest us for something they're doing. Like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. We didn't do that. We didn't destroy that building, yo. (laughs) You know what I mean? They want you to do that, man. Chaos has a lot. Yes, yes, in Minnesota. Which, which, Which just shows me the extent of how... If you're gonna arrest somebody that's a CNN reporter, and you really don't care, and he's on, he was like, "Listen, I'm on, he's on live TV." Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Compliant. But you know what it shows? It shows that you deal with racism in your industry too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's it's, it's underlying. And I know what you guys deal with. You know, I and and that's the thing. Like, how are you gonna arrest this man on live TV when I he's he's showing his badge? I'm, I'm credential, right? I'm which the better picture of us is. We can have degrees, we can have we can be doctors, we can be lawyers, we can be an attorney, and it doesn't mean that you're exempt from racism. Uh-huh. Right? That's the bigger picture. But it was crazy to me. I was baffled. I was like, listen, this thing is getting real when they are arresting CNN reporters. They didn't want them there because they're doing stuff they're not supposed to, like shooting at people and slamming yeah. females and doing all kind of crazy stuff. That's yeah, right. we don't want you here. That's right. That's, that's the- we want this image. We don't want this. Yeah. Image. <laughs> yeah, literally just but that's what supreme supremacy says. Don't I always I tell I say this often. You, you guys remember that movie Three Hundred? Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, when at the end, Leonidas was like, told the guy, "Go back and tell them, remember us, right? Mm-hmm. So that we will not. So Xerxes won't be like your history will be erased. Nobody will ever know." Media archives. That's why King said, "Let them show. Let them see us being attacked by dogs. Let it be shown that the water hose is being sprayed on us because we're going to prick the consciousness of America." And when you see that, when reporters are out there doing that, and when they're out there showing it, it pricks the conscience. It gets white people thinking, "Wait a minute, y'all, this is wrong." Like, you know what I mean? Like, this this is not just something that black folk. No, this is this is crazy. So they arrest them. Mm-hmm. But, but there's a bigger agenda towards that too. Um, I wanted to ask you, because um, the ACP usually, I mean, mostly focuses on discrimination and mm-hmm. inclusion and all those things, mm-hmm. and that's an important component, but also, how is that key to us building our own and, and mainly, like, getting our own stuff, right. our own things to, 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 to be inside of our own society? Mm-hmm. How do those work hand-in-hand hand as far as, like, inclusion in this, but also over here we building something that we're going to be able to live within? Yeah, like I got What if we got at least sixty people, not to spend that stimulus check, twelve hundred, mm-hmm. and we actually created a community investment firm where mm-hmm. community builds community, mm-hmm. right? Where we invest in us, and then your return on your investment can be greater because you'll get the bigger returns from investing in community. Mm-hmm. That's how we can start doing it. We got to be strategic about it, right? So instead of spending that money, let's go invest it. Let's go. Let's go build a Nipsey was a brilliant. Like, mm-hmm. Nipsey was 
he was brilliant, and I don't think people really understood like the economic mind that he had when he was building that corner store. Yeah. Like he was he was looking at generational wealth, mm-hmm. like and even in Portland, like we have a corridor that was all black owned back in the sixties and seventies, like the corridor. Well, it got destroyed when cities started doing eminent domain and stuff like that. Is it High Street? That's down there by um, High Street. Like once you cross, we call it the other side of the tracks. Once you, you know, <laughs> literally it was. Cross, cross it, it literally yeah. it was. I mean, it was the white side and the black side. As soon as you cross over to the black side on High Street, it was a corridor right there that was black owned. And so what we're trying to do in the NAACP is work with economic development to bring that back, right? Okay. And to say, hey, listen, um, let's build a, a corridor where it's black business owners or people that want to start stores in the area. Let's mm-hmm. start doing that. But we got to start to invest our own money, though, like you right. said. You're making me right. feel bad, bro. Why? Me and my girl was looking at houses, and we went out Portsmouth, and we was like, yeah, we want to live in Portsmouth. <laughs> no, man. I feel I bad, like it, bro. Man. Listen, <laughs> I feel, it, was a big, it was a bigger house, single family, and they had mm-hmm. a garage. I got but, some friends that live out there. They got really nice houses, but it's in the it's in yeah, impoverished areas. Yeah. 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 Listen, man, I, I, I live in, I have a nice house in the impoverished in the area, so I'm from Prentice Park, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my grandma stills on Evergreen Street. That's home for me, right? And I'm glad that I'm there because it just feels like home. Mm-hmm. But Portsmouth was on the up and up, y'all. Yeah. We're on the we gotta up lift and it up. up. We I was gotta lift born it up. in Portsmouth. My daughter's gonna be born in Portsmouth. You know what I mean? Yeah, but bro, mm. listen. I'm gonna buy some cribs and we're gonna like grab some rental properties or something in Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. But that's how you do it. That's how you do it. I, you back I, in your I could not. I was like, ah, the golf course right here, but nah. <laughs> it's nice over there in Newtown, man. It's yeah, different. we was over yeah, there. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, it's nice, nah. man. It's, I was like, and that hair come up. Yeah, I mm-hmm. told her that, but we couldn't see the vision through. <laughs> I was like, bro, I'm done. I feel bad now. I'm like, so brother, y'all sit down with me. I'll ca- we'll cast the vision, man. But it really, it really depends on us, right? So I'm not looking at politics. I'm looking at community. I know that mm. we can, we can build it Thank up. You. I know it's coming up. Yo. Thank it's you. Come up. We're gonna build Portsmouth up. It's a, it's a great to. city. It's ironic because you look at High Street, the history of High Street, mm-hmm. but a lot of the owners are not black. Yeah. You know, so it's like. We got to do something here. We got to do something. Some nice apartments down there, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, By Roger Brown's or something? Yeah, all yeah, through yeah. there. That's, yeah. a, that, that's a nice area out there. Yeah. Nice Let me shout out Sunshine, too. Sunshine is uh, um, is the only... She's a, a black sister who is the only one down there, the only black-owned business down there, and she owns the building. Right. Mm. So, so she's a lot of us don't own it. Right. She yeah. owns the yeah. building. Oh. So she's, we got to protect her. How has Waterside affected y'all? Has it affected y'all positively, or is it... I, because they didn't do it right, right? So mm-hmm. my thing was, yo, use Waterside to your advantage. That whole water area could be like a huge economic boom, right? Yeah. So I'm like, listen, don't fight it. Because I look, I, we got the best view in Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. You get to see North. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we got the great view. We got yeah. the advantage. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. we got the view. But use it so people can have an alternative. What would it look like if you could take the ferry from Norfolk and Portsmouth and have a whole different scene mm-hmm. and advertise yourself? Mm-hmm. The problem with Portsmouth is we don't have an identity. We yeah. got to create an identity around inclusion, diversity, and then saying, listen, we're the best alternative out there. Look, we're not competing with North Virginia Beach. We can't. But I'm going to tell you what we can do. We have an identity. And when you come to Portsmouth, you know you're going to get XYZ. We're going to turn up. We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, mm. And it's going to be a different variance from what you're getting in other cities. Mm. We got to create that identity and then promote it out there. And that's the problem. But that whole water corridor, it affected us because we're not doing anything yet with it. Mm-hmm. And we're not doing it strategically. And the people, some people on council don't know how to do that. Yeah. Right? So you, you got this old, let's just build like a little gazebo and be a little park. Yeah, nah, bro, they're not coming <laughs> to that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Walk right over that. that. Yeah. 
these developers, they want to come. It's not like they don't have offers. Waterfront yeah. property is primo. Yeah, they're not. And I'll be, I'll be honest with you, like some That's of that. That's a good point. Yeah, some of that is me blocking. Like I'm out of hospital because I. I want I want economic development, but who well, is it for? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I you want it to be okay. inclusive. Okay. Everybody be around it. I don't want where you got a water side. And I'll put a water side out, too. Water side has a certain demographic that could do. They yeah. have certain bands. They don't allow certain things to yeah. come in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and we're working with them to try to expand that, right? To say, listen... If you if you have it more diverse, you get a lot more people coming in. But mm-hmm. that's something we can do in Portsmouth. We can create. Oh, let's secure this loan and come over there, man. I got you. <laughs> Please, he, he's going to live there. He <laughs> want to come. Live there. I, 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 I want to live there. I want to live there. No, okay. it's um, what's it? It's a a building that they they renovated. It used to be I don't know what it used to be, but the mm-hmm. ferry come right up to the building, mm-hmm. and there's some um, apartments up there. Mm-hmm. And I yes. went and looked, and I was like, Maybe oh, fire. this is kind of fire. But then mm-hmm. I was like. I could just stay in Norfolk though. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, but now I'm, I feel bad. I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah. I have mad opportunities living in sports. So I was like, yeah, we gotta infiltrate, man. We gotta yeah, infiltrate. We gotta infiltrate. Like you said, there's developers the out there yeah. that wanna do it, and we gotta be strategic, and you can't have a when you get the drama and stuff, when you're not investing in your yeah. city, you're not mm-hmm. investing yeah. in education, you're not investing. Just they're like, whoa, wait a minute, I ain't going in there. I'm, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll go to Norfolk. Yeah, you I'm can't good. blame them. You can't yeah. blame them. Yeah, so we got to get our together. Let yeah. me ask you this, because I know personally, I, I used to get my hair done in Portsmouth like, a lot, right on High Street. Um, but I feel like it's a lot of myths about Portsmouth in yep. general. So what are like three positives so we could kind of dispel those myths that we may not even know about Good Portsmouth question. as a whole? I think that's very important to highlight. Absolutely. So it came out some years that Portsmouth is the most generous city in Hampton Roads. Oh, well. Meaning on issues, we give more on issues in our community or any other issue, whether it be um, whether it be giving to kids or in, per capita than any other city, right? Mm-hmm. So Portsmouth has a heart that other cities don't, okay. right? It's, it's so communal, like I said, like, for me, when I go into a church or a building, I don't say, hey, I'm James. I can say, hey, I'm James. I'm president of the NAACP here in Portsmouth. But if I say, I'm James, I'm Velma's grandson, my uncle is, is Ray, mm-hmm. so-and-so. Somebody like, oh, knows somebody yeah, in your family. Okay, that's right. You're good. You get the pass. Come on in. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of environment that we got in Portsmouth mm-hmm. that is different from, every, from everywhere else. Like, imagine raising your kids in that. Right. And your kids have yeah. like that's that's so dope and it's it's an old pastime that's not there. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. The other two is this opportunity. It's uncharted territory, mm-hmm. right? And it's just itching for for us to come no in. No risk, be no like, reward. No risk, no reward. And the other cities you don't have a lot of light. Norfolk is pretty much yeah. um, now important. A lot of it is owned by like federal. You got a lot of federal stuff in it that controls a lot of land, right? Yeah. But. It's plenty of opportunity. Like it's just it's right an opportunity. Is. So I would say, the myth is it's, it's family driven. It's not violence, and it's it's not this big negative thing, you know thing out there. Um, it's so much opportunity out there, despite what people think. And then it's on the come up. Like we have yeah. we have nowhere to go but up in Portsmouth. Right. Like, so um, it's good. We just got to collectively decide what kind of city do we want to be. Right. Right. And it just goes up every year. It's going to get to the point where, I mean, even as a reporter, I, our stations in Portsmouth, I'm paying $100 a month just to get to and from work. See that? So it's like, at what point, like, what do you, how do you feel about that, obviously? I think it's oppressive. And I don't think it's ironic that they put the toll in the two majority black cities in the mm-hmm. urban roads. Mm-hmm. And are also, and there's other toes around, but the, the downtown is where they're getting the bang for that buck. It would be yeah. different if that money was being funneled into you guys. So, 
we we're trying to work with. Mm-hmm. To, but the problem is they got a fifty year contract. Yeah, who, like how? and it's like and every year it's incremental. And I'm like, so how did the general? How did we? Allow? So you have Bob McDonald, who's the Republican governor at the time, and you he passes this contract to pay for transportation. Bro, put a penny on there, like. Yeah, but y'all got y'all got these things where you're paying, and and it, here's where they get the money. Be late on them janks. That's what I was going to yeah. say. The you late fees is what yeah, ate yeah. you up. It was what kid. Get an easy pass, man. It's like a $25 late fee on a $3, $5 yeah. toll. Like, yeah. what? And, then, and they but, would stop you. They stopped me from when I was getting my new car. Well, they had a thing in the news about that. When <laughs> yeah, they they like, don't play no games. <laughs> no, nah, we're going to get our money. They'd be like, yeah. oh, you want this car, bro? And listen, we tried to we tried to sue them. We, we, tried, and we tried to sue them. Like, we were trying to do it on the basis of the Commerce Clause. Like, you're preventing people from going to work. Yeah. Like, it's it's prohibitive. I, I met somebody a sweet lady, man. Works hard. She owed $32,000. I said, $32,000? That's abusive. Late. That's abusive. It's late it's fees. Pimping. It's penalties. She has to go back and forth to work, so she has to go. Mm-hmm. And and she <laughs> doesn't have the easy pass, so that's, you like know. $5. It's like $5 yeah. without the pass. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So what ended up happening with her? Well, she ended up, I know she ended up hiring an attorney, and I think they got it cut down to where she doesn't have to pay the late fees. And she has on some, uh, she's on the payment plan. But I'm like, payment Oh, so it's $16,000 instead yeah. of $32,000. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy, but it's it's oppressive, and I you know we're trying to we're like listen hell, buy that contract out, and let the general assembly buy that thing out, and let us pay that the general assembly back, and we can do some you know where you can do like a, a nickel or something if we're going through for that. But listen, it's prohibitive. I I you know doing business in Norfolk, I get on the ferry. I'm like I'm about to take the ferry. I know. Like, what is I'll it? Seventy five cents. Yeah, right? yeah. I walk. Like I walk. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. good with the toll. But it's 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 that's another example. Yes, that's affecting Portsmouth. Yeah, I was just like, how mm-hmm. big of a yes. that had on the city. Mm-hmm. The OD, ODU did a study that said that Portsmouth is, is having the biggest economic impact because of it. The restaurants downtown, Old Town, mm-hmm. um, people coming over. Um, you know, I work in Norfolk, but I want to live in Portsmouth, but I don't want to go through the toll, so I'm just gonna live in Norfolk. You know yeah, what I mean? My favorite restaurants is down there. Yeah, I mean, it's still. It's, yeah, I don't even go tacos. through the tunnel anymore. Right. I'll take the Jordan Bridge if I go up through the tunnel just because. Get rid of the toll that too, be careful. Get rid of the toll everything because they found a little workarounds, people going around. Yeah. So they're going to start tolling those. I do that too, every day to work. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I take the high rise they told every they, day they, to work when I was gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were talking about Prentice Park earlier. Yeah. Um, And you were also talking about opportunity in real estate. Mm-hmm. And we know that Norfolk got the Big HUD uh, project, right? So we've seen them doing some modifications in mm-hmm, that area mm-hmm. um but like with norfolk is moving everybody out and gonna replace yeah. them and build them new so are do you guys have anything on the books like that or Listen, it's we got a whole nother show for that like that's the whole <laughs> <laughs> that's <because laughs> yo it's crazy like and and i know my brothers and sisters in norfolk are working on it i'm hoping but i'm gonna tell you i will be raising all kind of so this is what you we got black families that lived in that area young's park for generations mm-hmm. when you finally build it up you move them out why can't they have why can't they have access to good quality things? Mm-hmm. To the economic boom. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. When you have economic development, for who? Like it's good mm-hmm. when everybody can get a piece of it. But when you moving our families out so that others can come in, you're more democratic. We don't want we don't want Negroes in this part of the area. So mm-hmm. we're trying to redevelop scope. They're not gonna come the developers not gonna come here with you y'all out there, you know, doing mm-hmm. so so we gotta get y'all out of here, right? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like, and, but that's what they're doing. Like, it's gentrification all over again. Where you're mm-hmm. trying to move out, move it, and I'm and I will say this too, man. Like, K 
Kenny Alexander, the man Norfolk, yo, like let's do what's right. Like let's let's stand up. Now I, I like the man. He's doing his thing. He's he's developing Norfolk, so I don't want to put any whatever. But at the same time, we cannot do families like this. That's, that's why we, we gotta take care of our families areas. Like that. It's crazy. It's crazy. You... But they're doing it in Portsmouth too. They're doing it in Portsmouth, um, in Prentice Park, where Lincoln Park used to be. Yeah. Uh, the housing authorities build these new developments, and they're kind of like, yo, y'all go out, um, but. There's got to be programs and initiatives that we can that we can have to keep those people there and allow them to get the economic um, benefit, benefit mm-hmm. from paying. They pay taxes. Yeah, yeah. Right? like that's crazy, but yeah. that's okay. what's happening. So this might be dumb, right? But I just feel like any question is is not dumb. I agree. I when they move people out, <laughs> right? When they move people out of these parks, when they build some new shit. Yep. Where the fuck do they go? We've been being Where do they put the them? whole pod. <laughs> Why, man? Where do they put them? You're good. Where do they go? They don't. They don't. They're <laughs> fucking homeless now? Right. You're homeless. And here's the thing, Lee. You're, you're homeless. Um, it's a valid question. Maybe somebody no, the else didn't know was, where the fuck we've they been, go. We've been being <laughs> politically correct. We ain't been cursing. Well, I've seen it. He's been cussing. He's been cussing. He did cuss earlier. Okay, once. Like, I would have had to see if I wouldn't come from another thing. So, believe me. So, you're welcome to come back anytime. Man, if y'all have me, you know, I would love to come back anytime whenever y'all have me. But you're right. They the yeah. problem is they don't they become homeless, um, or what happens is this is crazy to me. You'll have you'll see buses people busing people from Norfolk to Portsmouth, right? Homeless mm-hmm. cities will do that. They will say, "Hey, get on the bus, go over to Portsmouth, and go <laughs> and to the Portsmouth shelter, and then be homeless over there." Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That That's way, crazy. I get my homeless. I get my homeless population down. Right. I, I decrease it. Mm-hmm. Cities will do that, y'all, and I don't put it. That affects the that affects the cost of property too. Right. So the 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 question is is like, how do we how do we build so that we have restoration process with people who have been in that situation, right? Yeah. And then and secondly is how do we stop them from doing that? Like how do we stop them from literally kicking black families out of neighborhoods that we've invested in for a long time, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that's what we're working on. NAACP is trying to trying to stop that through policy and legislation. Let me ask you this, and this may be a dumb question, but I'm all about the dollar. Like, I, I know how to hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. You, you cannot hurt me unless you do something to my family or you stop my money. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like these protests are even effective? I absolutely do. Okay. Let me tell you why. Um, I believe America seeing the uprising of us. Like, I think we've kind of, I think they kind of forgot, right? Like. Like we we bad y'all. Mm. Don't mess like with us, y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like it's it's like the 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 country needed it, right? The country needs this outward expression, and one we needed it as a people. The problem is, is the West net the what's next part is not as clear as the burning of the building right now. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. problem. So right now it's just like I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna boycott. I'm gonna I'm gonna march, but then tomorrow I'm gonna chill. You know what I mean? Right. I'm a, mm-hmm. Or I'm going to do the Facebook thing. I'm going to post. I'm going to Instagram. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to get out there and actually go to the, the, the next meeting. Like for us in Portsmouth, our next step is we are having a Chiefs form by Monday or Tuesday. I texted her last night. I was like, Chief, you need to have this form in the next two days. 
we're going to hold you accountable. So I tell everybody, the next thing, I need you to show up at this forum, mm-hmm. right? Whether it be physical or virtually, I need you to get the link. I need you to participate. I need you to watch it. I need you to be there. That's the next step. Then after that, what's next after that? We got to start, the General Assembly is going to be coming up. We got to start looking at legislation. So keeping their attention, is yeah. gonna, our yeah. attention is going to be key to going on to the next step. So yes, let's rally, let's protest. I think they're effective because it puts people on notice. And also, we are expressing ourselves. And I love black expression in whatever form it is, whether it be arts, culturally, but I love us uprising and saying, yo, you just murdered one of us. We're not going to stand for that. We're going we're gonna to turn the tables over, but at the end of the day, we're going to vote. Like, that's, that's Do y'all have a uh, newsletter? We, so... I'm be honest with you. I got rid of the newsletter because I was like, nobody's reading the newsletter. We're using <laughs> money on it. So let's. So what we're trying to do? We're trying to develop an app mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to a newsletter, mm-hmm. so that you can. On your everybody's phone. doing that anyway. Everybody's doing the apps. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. Everybody's doing the apps. Yeah. But then also too, we're trying to have. Um, we're, we're using software technology. So, um, like yesterday, we decided to protest quick. Right, it wasn't something that we planned out. We just had to get out there in the moment. So how do I get to the masses of our people in text messages? So we're trying to form something called the Justice League to where even if you're not a member of the NAACP, because here's the thing, I don't want it to be, to, we can only advocate for you if you're a member. Mm-hmm. No, that's not black right, agenda. Right, right. It is yeah. my, so even if you decide not to join the NAACP, which I hope you do, you have a form to know what's going on in the next movement, in the next uh, protest or whatever. So we're not doing a newsletter, but we're trying to create other different ways to engage with Okay. But even though older members do do newsletter, and we did a class that helped them to get, so older members are like, I don't do the computer. We did a class. Okay, mm-hmm. come to this class next week. Mm-hmm. We're gonna teach you Word and this and that. And so now they're on the email. Like they call me, hey, Mr. President, I just checked my email. Yo, good. <laughs> I sent you an email last night. Did you get it? Yep, I got my That's email. Great. Go ahead and respond. They be like, okay, click. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? But one finger. They get, one finger. But they're getting it now. So they we're, we're working on that. How are your youth numbers? Like, how do they look? Like, as far as high schoolers and so we have, yeah, we have a youth a youth council Mm -hmm. um, to where people from the ages of five through eighteen are on that youth council. Mm. They have their own agenda. They're on the executive committee for the branch, but they have their own agenda. How they're fighting and what they want to do. So the numbers have increased since I became president, like dramatically. Okay, Um, that's good. So, and I think part of it, the more we got out there, the more people like, yo, sign me up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I, I tell people, you know, my team, don't go out there and say join the NAACP. Just do something mm-hmm. and then say, oh, by the way, I'm a member of the NAACP. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, come join. You got to make this stuff a trend, man. That, yeah, that, this yeah. This has to be a trend. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping, I, my goal is for us to be the model branch in the country mm-hmm. so that we can, so branches around the country can be like, yo, look what they did in Portsmouth. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once I get to that point, then, then I, I think I'll stop. You know, as long as I got, as long as I can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got a long way to go. Towards do you guys get a lot of pushback? I, not me in my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking you're the president of NAACP mm-hmm. in a black city. Mm-hmm. The police chief would be more uh, inclined to work with you mm-hmm. to keep people out of jail, right? You guys get pushback, or is it not as cohesive as one would think it is to get so, people to work with you? You know, what happened? <laughs> do y'all know what happened? In, I'm not sure if y'all know how racist the Portland Police Department is. So. We 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 have a chief in there right now who made a statement on CNN that said there's no racism in the Portland Police Department. What color is the chief? Black. Oh, oh, so you got. Oh, okay. But how she got there is where the race is. How you got to know the origins of how she got there to understand it, right? So the police union in Portland came and got rid of the original black female police chief Tanya Chapman. They got rid of her. 
right? Through what's another thing we got to look at, the police unions are the racist entity inside of the department, mm -hmm. right? So one of the things our plan, our, our demands is we want to know who is the president of the police union in Pulse, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Every single time because that's important. Uh, but they removed her, the racist element removed her, and then now this new chief that was assistant chief at the time came in. Mm -hmm. So she already came in on a racist platform already. Right, anyway. And then to come in and to say, yo, there's no racism in the Pulse Police Department. When the former chief who got ousted said it was the most racist department she's ever been in. Mm -hmm. And it's coming from a black woman. And it's so it's kind of like, oh, woman. well, she's he, like, saying it. Yeah. Yeah, look, the majority and council are white, right? So the white majority who who went along with this racist agenda strategically did that. So yeah. we can't get rid of the black police chief. So how, oh, we got a black assistant. Let this black woman go on there. Replace and say her, right. Ha, we got him. You mm -hmm. know, so it was it was message. It was message racism. They mm -hmm. used it strategically. That's how she could go on CNN and say, there's no racism. Or wave or whoever and say, yo, there's no racism. Because they strategically said, God, there's a black woman said there's no racism. So you can counter what the other black mm -hmm. woman did. Because mm -hmm. they couldn't have a white man go out there and do that. No. So they're like, put her in. So her whole thing to how she got there was based upon racism. And then for her to declare it, so the answer is no. Like, we, we that's, haven't. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And here's the thing they've, they've learned strategically how to do it. Put a black person as chief that gives us shelter. Mm -hmm. So people like James Boyd can't come up here and be like, wait a minute, we got a black police chief now. Hold mm -hmm. it, hold it, man. We, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's harder for me to advocate against the system. We're too right. visually stimulated. Yeah. Way too visually stimulated. Yeah. Like, it's, it's harder. Are most of the police black? Norfolk. Oh, you mean the Portsmouth? For Portsmouth. Uh -huh. um, not, not most of them. Um, it's not majority. So I'll give you an example. There's 12 captains in the Portsmouth Police Department. All of them are white. Mm. Every last. How? <laughs> in Portsmouth? In, I mean, well, I know how, but I'm saying it just... Yeah, so when you're a captain, you're over a department... Portsmouth is like Chocolate City. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, like... City. So you have to... vote. <laughs> That's crazy. Listen. I keep telling y'all. <laughs> listen. So in Portsmouth, understand the government, right? It's governed by a city manager that's appointed by city council, right? So in order to really affect the city manager... So council, it's against the law for a council member to go say, Hey, um, police chief, go hire a black captain. They can't talk to them because you have to go through the city manager, right? Mm -hmm. That's by law. So you, we have to vote so that we have the people on council that will appoint a, appoint a city manager that's going to tell the, the chief, go appoint or promote black officers to be captains in the police department. Are the city council members majority black? Majority white. <laughs> so, and that kind of flip-flops. Oh, and that's, also, like, Portsmouth police are, like, the lowest paid officers. Lowest paid officers, campus. yep. Yep, those paid officers. Yeah. But they deal with a lot. You know what I mean? Like in Portsmouth, of you, you, you deal with a lot. But at the same token, we we don't have the. Real, here's the thing. I tell the chief, the extent of our relationship is going to be what you do for my people in mm -hmm. our communities. Mm -hmm. So if you if you're working with us and we do it, we're going to be on great terms. But right. don't expect me to be like ha 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 ha. Well, you got a policy that's disenfranchising this. Like she used this term. She used the term professional criminal. And I asked her, I was like, what the hell is a professional <clears throat> criminal? And she said, oh, well, Mr. Boyd, these are people that continuously do crimes over and over. I said, so wait a minute, let's get this straight. When did you become God? 
You mm-hmm. don't get the right to yeah, designate right. when somebody is a professional criminal. Because what happens when you mm-hmm. designate somebody a professional criminal, when your officers go to interact with a professional criminal, they see bullet, they mm-hmm. see threat, they yeah. see danger, they see mm-hmm. riffraff to society, don't want to do anything. So when I go out and encounter, what kind of message is that as a chief to deem somebody? Prof- yeah. Somebody can mess up seven times and then change their life. Mm-hmm. You don't get to dictate what that is, but right. that's the kind of mentality that we it's have. Like three strikes Who's mentality. Who's been a really good ally to you guys in terms of like just yeah, safety, getting people mm-hmm. to get, you know? Yeah, um, there's been a lot of council members that've been that've been um, that's been really really good allies. Um, there's there's certain people like Tanya Chapman was a great ally. We argued back and forth behind closed doors. There was one encounter where we did it publicly. Both her and I was like, can't do that Well, let me ask you this. When y'all were getting along, did you guys see that play out in the numbers of crime had slowed down and all that kind of stuff? So she started started to diversify the department. And when she started to diversify it, she started to engage the community different. Mm -hmm. So it started to become to where we would look at crime in a different way. Not professional criminals, but these are people that we need to not over-prosecute, not over-police. So if you see somebody with that could be a possession charge, but you know they need some psych, some mental, mental help, help yeah. maybe we ought to send them to an eval first, and maybe we ought not to, you know what I mean? Like, let's look at some other avenues, right? So when you have now she has to abide the law. She's an officer. So mm-hmm. if you if you're breaking the law, you got you know what I mean. I got to do so. But then even that token, she will work. She we were working. Hey, listen. Be now being that the sheriff is we have a great. That's another ally too. The sheriff in Portsmouth, Mike Moore. He's he's great. Yeah. Um, and he's actually trying to turn the jail into a restoration center as opposed to just a jail. So that's mm-hmm. okay. he's an awesome ally. Um, but um. Yes, she was, Tanya was doing a lot of things, but all that got uprooted when she got ousted by the racist system. Yeah, so. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so that's what we got, y'all. We got to, we got to be honest, but the main thing we got to do as a people is research, right? We got to research these entities, these systems, how these, how they work, how we can start to infiltrate, and then, um, Mm -hmm. you know, we can get some change. Yeah. You got anything else? You want to do the one got to go? We do the one gotta go. We do one gotta go every week. Okay, what's that? One gotta go. So uh, Drew Hill, Oof. Ooh. Don't do me like Condition, that. or Black Street. One gotta go. These old head, one gotta go. See, I knew. I told you, Abe. <laughs> hey, I didn't want to just do music, but he pulled Mint Condition. Who put this one together? Like, yeah. Abe put this one together. Okay, I'm not okay. Drew Hill. Okay. Okay. I'm not surprised. Yeah. We was jamming the other day. I was like, whoa, put Drew in there, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, put my yeah. man Cisco in them in there. Yeah. Drew, come on, Damn, right. don't do that to Drew Hill. Yeah. This is gonna be solely based on a little bit where you was born, like. True. I ain't answering first. I don't know. Honestly, I don't really need Mint Condition. Well, she's also like 24. Really yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? She don't, she Make it listen I know them. Like, I don't need I gotta, them, though. Wait, who was the last one? Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you was passionate about it. Go ahead. I'm saying, one gotta go? Go. Yeah, G-O. You know, go. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go you. Eh, eh. So, big addition, Black Street. Don't bring him to no game Black shows, okay? Y'all just get like this. Oh my god. I'm gonna say make a dish, but I think. Oh man. Okay, thank you. Let me look at the essentials playlist. Right, 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 right. Chris is wild. I'm gonna jump out the window, make a dish. He's like, that's what I'm saying. It's not that I don't like that. Ace said, I totally play into this. I don't need that. So, what'd you say? Are you okay? 
I haven't said yet. Nah, say now. Mm. I'm gonna have to say. Black Street. See, I'm gonna say Black Street too. I'm gonna have to say Black Street. And I'm more so hating because my dad loves Black Street. That, that, that nigga's license plate is no diggity, and his girl says no doubt. <laughs> right. He played that to death, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool condition. on it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to hear. I'm not that validated with that. Um, yeah, yeah. condition. Sorry, guys. Yeah, well, I'm back. What's the overall consensus? Yeah. Make condition? Black Street. Oh, Black Street. What you yeah. saying? I'm definitely Black Street. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we split. You we split in the room. room. I appreciate that. We split in the room. We split in the room. What you got, you can't. I like Black Street. Joy? What? Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen. I picked who I picked. It was. I picked who I picked. Mid-condition gotta go. But I'm the oldest person in here, probably. So. Look, what you, what you got, Koi? Mid-condition gotta go. Okay. okay. That's fine. I don't know why y'all keep disrespecting Mid-condition. But you're looking at me all hard Because <laughs> they're all, like, 25 and younger, probably. That's why. Mm-mm. No, they were. I'm 30. I just didn't. I never really missed that. I mean, I'll be 40. I'm almost missed it. We're the same age. I'm 33. Oh, yeah. What you got, nah, you? nah. <laughs> He's like, I don't know who I that number is. Who picked Drew Hill? Y'all want to do one more question, or we wrap it up? What y'all want to do? I think we 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 need yeah, uh, we people need to just go join NAACP, man. Let's just go I'm join. Sign up. Let's flood the NAACP. I'm sign up. Make sure you know what's going on in your political <laughs> business owners. You need to get involved. I did too. I, I need y'all to flip that mic around if y'all gonna keep talking. That's not where you supposed to. Oh, it's not on. Okay, cool. Just talk loud. I was going to ask, like, how, how does your uh, organization, like, interact with, like, um, like Black Lives Matter? Cause, uh, like, um, Look at Ron with the good question. Okay. Black Lives Matter is, like, I thought it was just, like, you know, a hashtag, but apparently it's, like, it's only, like, corporation. Oh, yeah. He young. Why would you mm-hmm. think that? I mean, from our generation, like, we throw a hashtag on anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No? Mm-hmm. That's speaking volumes. That. Yeah. So, yeah. At least you're honest. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't know that was actually, like, its own organization. So Correct. Yeah. Like, yeah, we, we do it a lot of ways. Like, I know, um, we, I mean, nationally we do it. NAACP is, especially now, we do not want to uh, alienate black folks based upon their organization, right? So, like I told you before, I want you to join the NAACP, but if you're in Black Lives Matter, cool. Like, okay, are you, my question is, are you advocating? Are you standing up for what's right? Are you, are you standing up for our people? If you're doing that, great. So we work hand in hand. Like, I, and we, tr- we try to. Now, there's some differences in, in how we do things. Mm-hmm. I think that's, the, that's where the difference may come in. So we're more advocacy. We're more the legislative, going to General Assembly. Black Lives Matter is more like an um, outward expression when it comes to um, uh, direct action, mm-hmm. right? Um, which is cool. We do direct action, too. Um, so we work together. I'm going to tell you right now, like, I am a proponent of Black Lives Matter. I'm proponents of, of any black organization. I'm with you. So we work together. That's an excellent question. Mm -hmm. was an excellent question. Um, We got in it before, too. I wanted to ask you, is it cohesive across all seven cities as far as all the presidents? Do you guys work together, coordinate, collaborate with each other? Or is it just separate? Like (laughs) our cities already operate, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we do. So we have a regional, um, we have a, it's called Area Mm 2, where we all will come together. They call me the radical Okay. No, more radical. Okay. Are you gonna title? <laughs> no. Because yeah, we, I mean, we do more like direct action. So each mm-hmm. each branch, which is cool, each branch has their own characteristic, right? Mm-hmm. Like in Chesapeake, Chesapeake, they may not do as much direct action, mm-hmm. but they're just as a, they're just as important because 
they um, are, are well connected. It op, you know, they operate well within the dynamic of their city. Like in Portsmouth, I got I got to turn up because the demographic in my city, in our city, we got to be, you know, we got to be doing something. We got to engage. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all kind of got our different styles, mm-hmm. but we do work together. We do work together when we can, not as much as we need to, mm. uh, but we, we work together. So I know all the presidents, um, me and Joe. Joe Dillard's in Norfolk. He's a year younger than me. Yeah, I reached out to him. Yeah, he... No response. Yeah, you know... Yeah, yeah. No, I just... I mean, I'm just a regular yeah. person. So I'm going to tell him, like, hey, bro, just another podcast reached out to you. Why did you not... You know what I mean? <laughs> no, he wouldn't. No, but, you know, we we got our own different characteristics, but we do work together when we can. Who's the, uh, who's the president of Virginia Beach? Um, that is Dr. Sproul. She is um, Dr. Karen Sproul. She just got um, appointed about a year ago. Yeah, about a year ago, she became president. And she's good because she's a black. She's a she's a sister who has her own business, and she's really into economic development. Huge into it. Okay. Um, but yeah, so like she's doing good. Though. She and she's getting out there. The Virginia Beach, the Virginia Beach branch is trying to get more communal, so she's trying to do it. Okay. Um, but it's. And I tell all the time, I was like, man, if I was in Virginia Beach, well, I'd be flipping some stuff over in Virginia Beach. Oh, let me ask you this, because the disparity study came out with, mm-hmm. um, what's his name? Bruce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it did show, at least by 25%. Now, you're talking about the Hampton Roads Bridge Tunnel Project is $3 billion. 20% of that has to go to minorities. It's like $300 million. So 25% of that is a large chunk. Mm-hmm. You, I know there's a disparity get, in Portland. Get, getting your I bag. know that. So, is this Virginia Beach? Is this building in Virginia Beach? Yes. Yeah. Virginia Yo. Mm-hmm. Do y'all know how much wealth is in Virginia? Like, yeah, I mean, money. Yeah. let me just say this. I went down to um, Wanchi's because I have a friend that builds yachts. Mm-hmm. This is like two years, three, maybe three years ago. And so I was down there, and it's a guy, it's a company here, I won't say his name, but it's a white company in Virginia Beach on all the major projects. Mm-hmm. He's got like two boats and building with two yachts, 74 yachts, mm-hmm. and building another one, two beach houses. So of course he sees me down there. He's like, uh, what you doing? I said, I told one of the guys, hey, introduce me to him because mm-hmm. I know the guy. I know, mm-hmm. you know, he's on projects. Mm-hmm. And so I walked up to him and I said, hey, you know, he said, hey, this is, you know, Casey, blah, blah, blah. and he said, oh, okay, so um, what you down here for? Mm-hmm. I said, oh, I'm in the 8A program. So he's, oh, oh, okay. But it's just funny because they look at you like, what, mm-hmm. what you doing, you know? Well, you keep going back getting the same money on these same projects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. Everybody else probably don't know mm-hmm. that. But it's just, the disparity got to go. Like, Listen, your brain, what you're doing, I mean, I know you know what you're doing. I know that. Your impact is huge. I don't the imagery of you being in these rooms. Like I mean, not to get, but I'm serious. Like for you to be to know the knowledge and the depth of the contract situation the way that you do is important. And if people would listen, I'm telling you right now, like we would we would change the game. But Virginia Beach, y'all, is the the wealth is crazy, and I'm still like, y'all, I don't think we're doing enough. Um, really in Virginia Beach because, man, like the disparity study came out. And notice, when you do a disparity study, the Supreme Court says you have to do the study and then you have to create programs and policies to address the disparities within mm-hmm. five years. Hello. Yeah. So if you don't do it within five years, the disparity study data is null and void, right? right. You, can't, you right. can't use it. Okay. So what happens is, this is what they do strategically. They lapse the years. Mm-hmm. So they say, all right, we did the study. Good, we know that. But what we're going to do, we'll just hold. We won't do any policies and, and programs, and it'll lapse, and then we don't have any requirement. Mm, we'll start, yep. You got to start. Gotta start. And then it's hard to start all over because you got to pay for another study, which is 200000 
There you mm-hmm. go. So the problem, the key is get the disparity study and then push them to do the policy and the program quick mm-hmm. so that we can start to address it. Because if you don't have a policy and procedure, you can get sued. Um, other other entities can come and say, oh, yep. the NAACP, they're creating, or the government is creating a program just for black folks. That's mm-hmm. not right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But with the disparity study, you can say, we're addressing this program because of the disparity. Yes. Right? And you and you get through the courts. But, so. Well, SBSD is having one on June the 16th. For anybody that's a business owner, you look like this or mm-hmm. any variation of this, or yellow beige, mm-hmm. uh, please participate. Please. That's your dollars. That's your yes. money. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. No. Uh-huh. Is that the one in Virginia Beach? I know there's one in Virginia Beach. Uh, yeah, I know one of my friends used mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I in in Virginia Beach, like so. East... Oh, because I was nominated. Were you? Yeah. Well, Congratulations. No, that was last year. I was nominated. Oh. Congratulations. I had to think about it. Sorry. Yeah. Remember when we went to the thing? Uh, you was the cameraman. That was the award. Hey, hey like I just hold the camera. Just tell yeah. me where to point it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's it. I was surprised. I didn't know I was even. Yeah. A listen, candidate. we. You're a topic of discussion. That's what I'm telling you right now. Because oh, okay. I, I use that be like, hey. What y'all be saying? Because this is what they like to say. Oh, there's nobody out there doing it. That's a lie. There's nobody that looks like this out right. there doing it. Most of the women are older. Right. And then be in Older, the older. But yeah, I, I know briefly some things about um, Virginia Beach. Like in Portsmouth, for example, we're trying to formulate that um, to have that council. Um, but... Virginia Beach has um, not only economic, the, the council itself, but they have a political, a black political wing too called, I forget the name of it right now. I know in, in Portsmouth it's called the MLK Steering Committee that does like a lot of the black uh, political uh, fights. But yeah, most cities will have it, but well, most cities push to have it, but again, it depends on, on, on council, right? And we got to be careful even with that because they'll use that to justify certain actions too. Yeah. So you gotta be careful with that council too. But I believe Virginia Beach has one and I don't I think they're the only one a lot. Chesapeake has one. Yeah. Economic Council. That deals with small businesses and the resources that go to small business black business owners. And I have to say this. As a woman owned business and as a black owned business, Mm -hmm. once you get to a certain level in your business, there's certain pressures that come with, you know, things like that, you get these multi-million dollar contracts, I'm going to sign up with y'all. I'm going to do a a corporate uh, account. Because you got to have that back in. Like, when people try to bully you, it it, it gets very political. You got to have somebody to be like, no, you can't just bully me. Like, no, I'm with them, and I'm with them too. So I'm going to be signing up. Listen, we and and look, a lot of stuff that you teach, like the feedback on it. So it's not, you get the contract, and then what? You got to have the behind the house things you got to have. Mm-hmm. You got to participate with feedback. Even if you don't get the contract, you still got to have feed. Like, there's a lot of stuff in that whole selection process that people don't know about. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of stuff. And, um, you know, you're doing your thing. And oh, it's, it's you. good. Keep doing I it. I need to like from you. Thank you. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Because we need it. Listen, I'm going I'm to be coming to your classes uh, a couple times because I'm trying to get some, some well, We talked about too. doing that anyway, doing some classes. It's we important. Did. I mean, we got capable business owners out here. Don't even know they can do business with the local, state, Facts. or federal government. Facts. Come on mm-hmm. now. True. True. Good stuff, guys. Yeah. Good stuff. Let me sign up, too. We really appreciate, appreciate you coming. Man. For sure. Yeah, this was dope. Like, I'm really going to sign up. Shout out yeah. to Asia. 
Shout out to Asia. Mm-hmm. Asia. And we April O'Neil. I love that. And she's staying on me too. Like, I'm going to tell you, after that protest, I was like, ooh, I'm a little tired. I'm a little tired. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's just like, what's going so on? Pull, pull. But you know what? I, that's what I think is the spirit of God. Because some said, no, don't miss this. Like, go. Yeah. Definitely appreciate you coming, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah so. And you got to come again. Got Anytime, to. man. And you know, your street clothes. All my right. street clothes. I'll be more dressed down, man. And hopefully, I'll bring some of the leaders with me, too, so y'all mm-hmm. can see yeah. the dynamic that we have in Pulse. Really yeah, cool. We're going cool. to be coming out to you, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come, matter of fact, uh, hope y'all, I'll send y'all the link. The Chiefs Forum is coming up. Hopefully, we're pushing to do it on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Y'all follow it if y'all can get out to your viewers, man, so we yeah, can get time. some. Not yet, because she has to answer me. Okay. So oh, once she answers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you get the information from. What's her name with in Hampton oh, about yeah, Wednesday? Yeah. Did you get information from her oh, for Wednesday? She never said anymore. There's um, like a youth justice, uh, Gailene, the president of New Hampton. Uh-huh. Gailene Rally Kennedy, for yeah. justice, youth rally and voter registration. Yep. It's like a drive through operation mm-hmm. they're trying to run mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. Wednesday. So look for more details on that, I guess, on their social media. She never yeah. said to me. But. And she's doing, that's, that's like a drive through registration is dope. Yeah, so Gailene does some things over in, in Hampton, too. Okay. So, yeah, so check that out. But, yeah. Oh. Well. Follow us on Facebook, NAACP Portal. Um, Instagram and ACP post. So follow us. We'll definitely, you'll definitely see what we're doing. We're going to put the link in the bio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to remind her after she uploads yeah. the video. Show up. Put the link show, in up. The bio, but show, show up. Let's show, show up. Let's show up, guys. Get it done. Let's show up. We're going to get it done. Uh, thanks for coming. Just another podcast. We'll be episode 49. Like, subscribe, hit the bell. Ding. Best pod in 757. Mm. And we come in the Portsmouth, man. We're going to be out Portsmouth. <laughs> you don't want to live there. Oh, okay. <laughs> nah, I mean, look. We're going to change I want to look. Guys, when I walk in the room, hate on their minds when they talk to their crews. Like, check out that fly-ass chubby fat dude with the blunt in his ear. Diamonds on, think he cool, huh? They see the God and they envy. Let Angelique tell it. Rumor has it, y'all silly. Ain't nobody fresher than Quam up in your city. Couple baddies with me in the car getting litty. Rolling that bomb shit. Listening to Nipsey. All money in the marathon shop at Tenny. My bitch yell, period, poop, like Winnie. We stop.